Hey y'all, what if you really could change your life? If there was a way to be healthy and intentional in every area of your life? Good news, there is. And we show you how each week on All of You Whole. Hosted by me, Caroline Fossil, entrepreneur, wellness expert, author, and speaker. Every episode is an in-depth look at how to help you get unstuck, be brave in your life choices, and have a meaningful life. All either from my own experiences or from the experts I interview. My goal is to help you build a healthy, connected, and intentional life that fulfills your greatest purpose. Today on the show, I am so thrilled to introduce you to my new friend, Angelo Keeley. Angelo is the co-founder and CEO of Keon, a supplement and functional food company dedicated to helping health and fitness enthusiasts live long, active, joyful lives by providing clean, energy-enhancing solutions. I'm especially excited for you to hear our conversation because we chat about one thing that I am really passionate about and not not a lot of people know about, and that is clean coffee. Coffee can have mold and myotoxins and all kinds of things that you don't want to be drinking every single morning. So Angela walks us through, seriously, the start to finish of how Keon creates what I think is the cleanest coffee on the market. Additionally, we dive into the kind of intense and really sciencey and nerdy topic of amino acids. I admittedly did not know a lot about amino acids before this conversation, and I hope you learn just as much as I did from Angelo about amino acids. It's a really sciencey topic, but he makes it so easy to understand. So I hope that you love this episode as much as I do. Welcome to the podcast, Angela. We are just so honored and excited to have you today. I'm stoked to be here. Thanks for having me, Caroline. Yeah. So first of all, I just want you to introduce yourself to our listeners. We'll get into your really interesting life in a second, but kind of like, who are you today? I am Angelo Keeley. I'm a dad of a nine-year-old boy and a seven-year-old girl, a husband to an awesome wife, the leader of a functional supplement and food company and someone who loves to play and have fun. Yeah, I do too. Are you into Enneagram at all? What's your Enneagram? I'm very into Enneagram. We actually <laughs> use it. Like I got really into it in high school and then we extensively use it in the company for yeah. kind of our own self-knowledge and for supporting communication across, you know, departments and people. Yeah. I am a seven. Same. I yeah. knew it. <laughs> you said I like to have fun. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know you. It's me. That's awesome. I love that yeah. so much. And I also love that you're CEO because I have some, I'm sure we have similar pitfalls <laughs> running companies. I'm like, let's just go have fun, everybody. Awesome. Okay. So back to your interesting life. You've done so much, been so many places, speak so many languages. Can you just give us like a nutshell and not even that it relates to Keon. I just, I just find it really interesting all the things you've done in your life. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'll try to nutshell. Uh, I know. I it's know. funny too. Cause like, there's definitely like the normal way I've told my story many times. I'm always like, ah, oh, should I try to like tell some super new creative way? But right. I think I'll play it safe. Uh, I was raised by basically like super health focused parents. My parents were in the supplement business and the natural food and natural health store and natural restaurant business. So yeah. I was raised 
taking lots of vitamins and supplements <laughs> and not ever getting my hair cut. And yeah, see, but I love hearing this though, because I have this fear that my kids are going to just not be able to exist in the world. Like I'm so bizarre. I'm such a health nut. Like, are they going to just implode? <laughs> so I love that you're a thriving adult. Like you did, you did it. <laughs> they'll be okay. They'll be okay. okay. But they'll probably go through a phase where they challenge it. Right. Exactly. And they're like, and they're like, exactly. what? Like, I don't know about that. You know, it's like someone who's, you know, at any time when you're raised in a certain type of environment, yeah. whether it's a more pronounced religious yeah. environment or political, like you're going to grow up and you're going to start to like challenge it and try to think for right. yourself. And then maybe you'll embrace it or maybe you'll end up somewhere yeah. else. Um, <laughs> I ended up right where I started, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I had my rebellious period, you know, in middle school and high school, I got into a lot of trouble. I got into like health issues, got into like near death mm. type issues from yeah. just taking drugs and getting in right. fights and just getting in trouble. Sure. And from that though, I like discovered my own health journey, my own mm, path. Right. And, and that was trying to just like take much better care of myself. And it, and it looked mm. like mental health through therapy, yeah. through trying to like find religion and spiritual practice mm -hmm. through eating better through exercise. But again, like not like all the stuff my parents kind of, right. um, not because my parents were telling me to do it, but because it was, it was me trying to find my own path. Absolutely. And you know, that took me to like, honestly, get much more serious about school. And so when I went to college, I just, I got really serious. I really wanted to like learn as much as I could. And that offered up a lot of opportunities to go travel in different places in the world, to go to spend a lot of time in Central America and India and do volunteer work and do different types of business work. And so then when I graduated college, I moved to France. I lived in France for a few years. Naturally, just obviously. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> well, yeah, so I, <laughs> well, in college, I finally was like, ah, maybe I'll try to learn languages now. Yeah. And, and I was like, wow, you can actually like learn languages as an adult if you try. Like basically, yeah. if you try it, anything, you can do it. Sure. So yeah, I, I learned how to speak Spanish pretty well. Yeah. And then... And then I was like, I want to go to France. So I learned how to speak French and yep. got a job in France and did that for a few years. And that actually opened up professional opportunities in India. So then my then uh, fiance, I met sure. her in, in Texas, but we got engaged. She moved to France with me. She went to India with me and then we ended up wow. in Boulder. And <laughs> I, I, I started a bunch of different, you know, I was involved with a lot of different companies, starting companies, running companies. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I think, probably early to mid 2000s, I ended up back in health and I was running a behavioral healthcare company that was like a really cool oh. holistic health company actually for like young adults coming out of some type of substance abuse or mental health oh, type wow. issue. Oh, yeah. And then once I was done with that phase, that project, yeah. I, uh, I started Keon in 2017. Yeah. And that is a, um, it's a supplement and a food company that is focused on people just getting to live really fun, active lives for as long as possible. Yeah, I'm here. It sounds very similar to the mission that I have for all of you. All. I love it so much. Well, tell us, like, how did you meet Ben Greenfield and how did you make that transition to like, yeah, like, how did you start, Keon? And how did you know that this was the direction that you wanted to go next? So Ben Greenfield's my partner in Keon and the other yes. co-founder. We got introduced through a mutual advisor friend. Mm. It's really that simple. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we just, it's yeah. just kind of like, you know, people, you get introduced and yes. I was leaving the last company I was at and mm. looking to do something new. I got introduced to Ben and a few months later, that was in December of 2016. And 
I filed the paperwork for Keon in wow. February, February of 2017. So did you guys just meet and kind of have this, like, kind of have this realization that you had similar goals and desires and it just happened? Like, was it your idea? Was it his idea? I'm just so curious. Yeah, he's so, clearly in this space of yeah. biohacking and supplements and living your best life. Yeah. So Ben, I mean, I think we each have our own individual stories, right? Yeah, and, then, and then people meet. Yeah. So Ben very clearly like had his, had a career as a personal trainer mm-hmm. and then as almost like a health fitness journalist in the new world. Like he was on the first yeah. to have a podcast kind of in right. this space, like mm-hmm. in 2008 and really developed a great reputation through that and doing triathlons. And then he got more into biohacking and all different phases of health. And, you know, naturally was like really into supplements and had a vision of starting a company like starting this company. And when I met him, he definitely had like, he had that vision. Right. What's, what's crazy is so like my, when I talked about growing up in this family that was like in right. this case, the supplement that I remember most as a child was amino acids. Like my yeah. mom would literally, like we full would go circle. To, yeah, full circle. Uh, <laughs> we would awesome. go, yeah, she, we would go to the, we'd go to the gym and she would like do master swimming stuff. And afterwards wow. she'd be taking her amino acids. She'd be like, here, Angie. And she'd like, give me aminos. And she's like, can't you feel them? Aren't they amazing? <laughs> Aren't they <And> we, working? <laughs> yeah. And so amino acids have just always been this thing. They're like really Honestly, just a big part of my life and kind yeah. of uh, an education and thought around supplementation. So yeah. in meeting Ben and like that was a major thing that he was into. Mm. So it was just like it was a natural. Yeah, let's just do this. It was a natural evolution of yeah. how things come together. That's awesome. So what is Keon's mission? And, you know, I feel like you came into this space with the goal for it to be something different, something new, something that was needed in the marketplace. So what do you feel like that differentiation is? So to be totally honest, I don't really care what anyone else is doing in the market, like in terms of like, (laughs) oh, they're doing this. So we have to make this thing that's like different. So people will pay Mm, attention to us because because we're different than them. And we somehow have this cool little marketing hype that we're going to do. Right. Um, That's just like not how... I roll in life. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like I come much more from a place of what do I want? What do I mm. need? What are the people around me that I care about want and need? Right. What are like actual needs from for a broader group of people in the world? That right. They need? And what are things that will help them? It's really that simple. Mm. And, and then like all of us, we want to have, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm saying all of us, we all want to have a mission in life. We all want to participate in something daily that's like meaningful. Sure. And so how can I be part, well, in this case, how can I create a company? But then also how can I be part of a company and part of a team that's creating something that makes people's lives better, that meets our own needs and meets other people's needs better? If there's another another company doing the exact same thing, great. Yeah. More power. More power to them. If if they're living out like they're, if they're like living out a meaningful life daily with Mm. people that they care about and making a good product that helps people, great. Yeah. I don't, I don't need to be better than them or different than them. All I need to do is do the best job that I can do. Mm. So I just say all that so we don't get in this frame of like, yeah. What's our what's our key differentiation point? Sure. No, I love that though. Cuz honestly <laughs> yeah. like I'm so business minded. I got an advertising degree that I'm like yeah, I feel like I get in that. So that's a refreshing thing to hear, honestly. Yeah. That said, 
Uh, <laughs> this is I what mean, makes this different. <laughs> no, I mean, this is, this is what, this is, maybe this is more what I'd say. This is what's important to us and this is what guides us. Sure. So what's important to us is just what I said. Mm-hmm. Our purpose is to help people lead fun, active lives for a long time. Right. So how, how can we help people like literally move more and get to be more active in more ways in their life with a smile on their face and get to do it for a long time? Because there's mm-hmm. ways in which you can kind of like boost people up temporarily. <laughs> For real, like I know that's just you know, hilarious to think about. Delicious treats, like you could just make a delicious. Like we could be a yeah. cake company, and like that yeah. makes people be like fun, and but yeah. maybe not for like a long time. Yeah, it wouldn't no. last very long. Yeah, um, so like that's really our purpose, and the way that we have decided to do that is through the vehicle of supplements and foods that are really focused on performance today. Like they're right. actually going to help you have a better day today. Mm-hmm. as well as maximize opportunities for longevity and health span. Yeah, I love and, that so much. Yeah, and so, I mean, that's that's what we're up to. And, and we are committed to making the highest quality products that we can possibly make in this space. So when we look for ingredients, when we look for partners for manufacturing or for packaging, for the materials we use, for every single thing that we do, when we hire people, when we promote people internally, it's all based off of, being the best that we can be according to like our own values. And, and we hold our values like really, really dearly. We have, um, I won't, I won't make this a whole like key on values presentation, <laughs> sure. but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but, no, like, but it's so important. We're one of those companies where it's like, we have five core values and like, they're real. Like we, we are right. so dedicated to them. And so it's just about doing that over and over and over again. And, and yeah, so I can just personally attest to, mm-hmm. I've researched I have researched all the other products in the market and Mm. all the other supplements that are out there that are in our competitive space. And Mm. uh, I can just say that we have worked as hard as we can possibly work to ensure that they are the best ingredients Mm. produced to the highest standards with the most rigorous testing and with the absolute best science behind them to to ensure that it's the right right ingredients at the right doses to actually... So that I'm comfortable taking it every day. Yeah. I can give it to my kids. I can give it to our friends and just sure. be, and be really proud about who I am as a person. Yeah, no. And I think that's so important, especially in the supplement space, which can be a really scary space. You know, people just buying things on Amazon and they don't know where it comes from and where do these ingredients come from? And, you know, it, it can be a scary space. And so I, I personally feel really lucky that not only do I get to take amazing products every day, like yours and a bunch of others, but also I get to like have these conversations. I get to visit your offices. I get to know you personally and know the companies. And so, you know, I take it seriously that when I'm recommending a product to other people that, you know, I have done that research too of like, are they, where are they sourcing their ingredients from? How are they running their company? How, how are these products going to affect your health? Because it's kind of the wild west still with supplements. And, you know, I feel like it's really important that you, that you have that trust in what you're taking and what you're putting in your body. So that's super, super great. So I was first introduced to Keon because of coffee. So I want to chat about coffee real quick because I love your coffee. And also too, I just think that, you know, I say this all the time. I feel like the bearer of bad news, like here's another thing that's toxic for you, you know, and I'm always, um, you know, the bearer of bad news with that. So the next thing audience is coffee. And, you know, I've had blog posts about this and 
talked about mold and coffee and stuff, but I would love for you to talk about just Keon's coffee and like what what made you want to create a mold-free, myotoxin-free coffee? Like why why was that an important product for you to create? This is one of those things again where it's like, gosh, I just like, am I making all these things because of my mom? But like literally <laughs> my mom my mom was also like obsessed with coffee as a little kid. I remember like making her coffee for her and like Stop. going going That's to so like cute. and I grew up in, in Austin, Texas, and there was like this mm. little coffee shop tree and on where we go to and it was like the little boutique coffee yep. store. We get the custom coffee roastings. So I mean I think I just grew up loving coffee. So but good. really like our whole team loves coffee. Right. And coffee is something that Again, if your focus is to help people live an active, joyful life, you're either looking at products that maybe they're not taking yet that they should consider taking because mm, it's, yeah. it's like, hey, if you add this one thing, it could really right. enhance your Impact. whole life. Mm. Or you look at something that you're already taking or people are already taking on a daily basis that could be done better mm. and be done in such a way that it would have an important impact on on their life. Yeah, and coffee is this thing yeah. that, you know, I'm, I'm not an expert in all different vegetables and groceries and like sure. agriculture, right. but as most, most people are familiar, there's certain types of products that if they are grown conventionally versus grown organic, oh, it's, yeah. it's like not, a, it's not as big of a deal, right? And right, right, right. There's kind of obvious things around, like if it has a really hard shell around right. it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you're eating the inside, then the inside's yeah. probably going to be safe. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So this is, this is a thing, <laughs> this is, the coffee is this thing that you grind up and you soak in water water. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So if you're thinking about something that you probably want to be really clean yeah, and to be free of things that could potentially be toxic for the body, this is right. a pretty important one. And if you're someone yeah. like me who unfortunately probably drinks three, maybe four coffees no, a day. No way. <laughs> yeah. All caffeinated. I, I love coffee. Um, <laughs> yeah. You got to, you got to make sure it's quality. So, I mean, really it's, it's, it's one of those things that we cared about everyone that we knew cared about and we knew was not being done as well as it could and should be done. Totally. And And the way that you do coffee really well. And so like, here's the secret. And here's the kind of thing where I'm like, anyone else in the world can go and do this if they want to, if they want to make a coffee, like we make it. There's there's not a secret to it. Here's the recipe. You go and you find the highest quality farms Mm -hmm. that are specialty grade organic. Yep. And that ideally, as we look for, we look for where it's also some form of very equitable trades. The people that are working on those farms are getting paid well, which obviously has... I think moral, you know, kind of oh, ener- yeah. energetic components to it, but it yes. also has like quality. You know, if I, yes. if I'm, if I'm not really getting paid very well in my, in my life, you know, I'm not being taken care of in my life. I'm like really mm. caring about how I'm taking care of these crops, et cetera. Right. Of course. Like you're so, just going to work better when you're really valued and paid what you're worth. Yes. That's so true. Yeah. So you start with farms that are run in that type of way. So they don't introduce chemicals uh, in the right. actual uh, growing of the beans. They pay people well. And and with that, you can find what basically called, it's a specialty grade organic bean mm-hmm. that you start with. And isn't that like less than 1% of the beans in the world? It is. It's less than 1% of the beans in the world. Yeah. So on top of that, though, you also then really want to be looking for farms or processing related to the farms where they use machine drying. Because there's different ways of drying the beans. You can dry the beans mm. where like you just lay them out basically on on the ground or on tarps or yeah, different yeah, yeah. ways of drying it out in the sun. When you do machine drying, it ensures that every single bean is dried. 
Because when Hmm. you just lay them out like that, there's the potential for, I mean, you're thinking about in some of these places, they're tropical, um, the most tropical climates, right? Yes. It can get moldy. Yeah. And you can have other, you know, you can just have insects and bugs and mold and other stuff get involved with the beans. Whereas if you, if you put it through a machine drying, you ensure that every single bean is dried and Mm. that there's no mold residue on it. Yeah. After that, and this is one that's quite interesting and that we had to work extra hard for. When you're importing lots of beans, you can have something grown organic, machine dried, and then put into a conventional bag like the green bean put into a conventional bag. If that Hmm. conventional bag had non-conventional beans in it, Uh you are very likely going to have chemical herbicide residue on that bag. Well, not only that, but I mean, mold spores are microscopic and they stick to fabric bags. So not only the pesticides and herbicides, but also the mold that's potentially on the bags. That's so rough. (laughs) And then at that point, you know, in order to source all this, you work with a really quality, well-respected importer who's been in the Mm. business in a really long time who can help you source this and find exactly the right farms and can demand things like, hey, make sure you put it in these bags, not those bags. Yeah, so to clarify, did you supply the bags? Did you say like, here are fresh bags? No, we we don't supply the bags. sure that they're organic. Yes. Okay, yes. Because we went through testing. So in this whole process too, like we're testing a green bean and then we're importing it and then it's getting there and it's like, wait, why is this have this on us? No, we we reject that. And they're like, well, how could it have that on that? And it's like, oh, Oh, the bags. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But you have have to be pretty neurotic coffee snobs and like health nuts to have learned that lesson. Wow. Yeah. And and that's where the testing comes in. That's how you even knew. Exactly. Wow. So um, it's, it's, you know, rigorous testing of those beans, which again, even for the coffee industry, like when we went to importers and brokers and we're like, hey, we want these coffees, but these coffee beans and we're willing to commit to buy them because you have to buy it like a long time in oh. advance, but they're going to have to hit these testing requirements. They're like, no way. Like, we're Why not would gonna, we? Right. Yeah, like all these other people buy the beans. So you, you have to like really work. You have to pay premiums. You have to like negotiate mm. so that you can literally say like, no we will not buy that ton of coffee beans because it doesn't hit our specs. Wow. Which is, it it takes a lot of time and energy to do that. Yes. You know, we went through that process. And then once you get into the roasting process, it's, well, actually beyond that, then it's the storage and it's ensuring that where they're stored is the highest quality storage because you're you're storing green beans for a long, many months. It's not like you just, the green beans just get here and you roast them right away. And to clarify for anyone who doesn't know, green is not like a green bean. It literally means it hasn't been roasted yet. So it's the color green, just to clarify. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes, correct. So the highest quality storage. Yeah, because they can even mold in storage, right? Like they're sitting there for a long, long time. I mean, you would would have to, they're not just going to like randomly mold in storage. So here's Mm. one thing I would like kind of maybe poke at like people that are like maybe overly obsessed with the mold story is that mm. there is mold on mm. on almost everything. And if you, right. go the, if you buy something from a grocery store, there's a lot of mold like mm-hmm. everywhere on all different sure. types of food sources. Now, yeah. there's certain types of mold that are able to grow and that are more toxic. And basically mm. water, certain levels of water content yeah. and temperature are what give the mold the ability to grow. Yeah, that so makes if, sense. Yeah, so basically it's not like suddenly the mole is just going to appear. Right. It, it okay. would be the, the mole would have to be introduced at some point in time. Mm-hmm. And then there would have to be the proper water and temperature 
to right. promote the growth of the mold. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Taking care at every single step is important because there's a lot of different steps at which it could be introduced. But yeah, if you right. like, store your beans in some gross storage facility that's got yeah. mold growing on the walls. Or, but I mean, I will say really if they, if they came hot. in, if they came, like, you know, they, they're drying on a tarp, they're all on top of each other, they're getting moldy. I feel like it makes sense that when they're transferred, like they've got mold on them already, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's the one point that could be that there could be a, a point at which a coffee bean has the residue of some amount of mold on it. Mm-hmm. But if it's not damp, and oh, yeah. it's not warm enough, it's not going to have the opportunity to grow. Yeah, it won't continue to grow. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, that's how you protect up to that stage. And then when you get to roasting, it's just like very careful selecting of where and how you roast, the protocols of the roasting, because you, you can roast in very specific ways that basically mm-hmm. maximize the antioxidant properties and minimize how much acrylamide and other types of things you don't want in your coffee basically get sure. developed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also like the way that the coffee machines are cleaned. Like if you clean mm. a coffee machine with a lot of chemical cleaner and then you roast beans in it, like you're going to get some of that on it. So yeah, it's, it's really just being really crazy every single step of the way. <laughs> really <laughs> intentional, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really intentional every single step of the way to make sure that from where the coffee bean is being grown to where it's dry to how it's transported to where it's stored to where it's roasted to how it's put into a bag to then where it's stored and how it gets to the customer that at every single step of the way that you thought about it and you've tested, you've done lots of quality testing. Like that's how you, that's yeah. how you do it. So, yeah, and it tastes really great. <laughs> it tastes amazing. It tastes I mean, amazing. No wonder, no wonder if you like buy the oh, nicest, gosh. the nicest raw quality bean and take all mm, these precautions. It's going to taste it's delicious. It's going to taste really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in the market for an espresso machine, and I like haven't done all the research, and I don't understand the difference. But can do you use Keon beans for coffee, but also for espresso? Only espresso. Oh, oh, okay. So you said you drink four cups of coffee. For some reason to me, like four espressos doesn't seem like that much, but like four cups of coffee seems like a lot. I'm sure it's more caffeine in espresso. No, it's actually but... a good point. No, espresso doesn't have more caffeine. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So actually the length of time that the bean is exposed to the water releases oh. more caffeine. It also releases more acids and yeah. other components of the coffee. So if you want a high antioxidant, but less acidic and less caffeinated, like espresso is actually the way to go. Okay. So you're telling me to tell my husband to buy the espresso machine. <laughs> yes. And I have a recommendation for it. I have, okay. I've, okay, there's, we'll a great, there's a great one. that's like 600 bucks that I, I recommend to anyone who's seriously committed to it. It's like, it's the one to get. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. Because I was funny. I posted in one of our, our neighborhood Facebook groups about like, Hey guys, I want an espresso machine. Okay. I had no idea. This one woman was like, okay, don't laugh, but we had this machine custom created for us in Germany. So of course (laughs) I go to the website just to like judge her. Not really, but just to be like, how much did this lady spend? It's like Gucci, you know, in Italy, you go and there's no prices. Like it just was just like, contact us. I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, that's not the machine for me, but good for you. I'm going to come over and I bet it's delicious. Awesome. Okay. Let's chat amino acids. I know that it's like circle of life for you. You're so excited and passionate about amino acids. So tell us, I feel like, I feel like people understand collagen, like the last five, 10 years, collagen's been on the scene and like people are taking collagen and they get it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like amino acids are like, 
a little lower profile right now, or at least like my finger on the pulse, it feels like people aren't quite as aware about amino acid. So first of all, tell us about amino acids and why do we need them? Great. I'll tie it to collagen too, because they're in collagen. Yes. Yeah. So amino acids are the building blocks of proteins. That's mm-hmm. the simplest answer. Yep. And there are many different proteins in life. I mean, I think there's like over 300 compounds that are amino right. acids. In foods that we eat and in the proteins in our body, there are 20 amino acids. Mm-hmm. And those amino acids, when you eat protein, including collagen, you digest the protein and you absorb those amino acids and then they fuel your body to perform basically almost like every function, not right. every function, but yeah. but enzymes in your body are proteins. So it's like, yes. it, is, it is the thing, the amino acids basically fuel all these different activities. Wow. I think the, what I would say is the most, one of the most important activities is that when you consume protein, which is then broken down into amino acids, those amino acids stimulate something called muscle protein synthesis. Mm-hmm. And all the proteins in our body, um, including our muscle, are constantly in a state of uh, what's called muscle protein turnover. They're breaking down and then they're rebuilding. And every time they break down, some of the amino acids that are broken down get lost, they get flushed out. Right. And you need new amino acids to help rebuild the protein. Mm-hmm. And it is very important that you thus consume enough amino acids to rebuild proteins and ideally build muscle and maintain muscle because your muscle is basically the reserves of amino acids for your whole body. That makes sense. Yeah. But that also means if you're not getting enough, it takes it from your muscles. It takes it from your muscles, exactly. So if you don't get enough protein, your muscles will start to waste away because none of your other organs can risk that basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right? makes like, sense. You can't, just, right. like, you can't just like stop sending amino acids to your, your heart. To your, to your heart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. But your muscle can like spare its amino acids yeah. to fuel the others. So, and for many other reasons, basically new, healthy, lean muscle is important for obviously just for maintaining good, healthy amino acid levels in your, in your body, but that helps regulate blood sugar. It helps mm. um, regulate just tons of different functions within the body. And particularly as you age, anyone who's on this side of 50, you really want to be trying to build and maintain lean muscle because <laughs> once you get over 50, it becomes that much more difficult to downhill. Dig- well, just it becomes much more difficult to digest to digest right. protein. Yeah. And to break down those proteins into amino acids and it becomes more difficult for your body for those amino acids to stimulate the muscle protein synthesis. Yeah. So, so we're like co- storing up basically. Yeah, you're like storing up really. You're you're building yeah. you're not only building I mean one more cell for why it's so helpful now is yeah. the more muscle that you have the more calories you burn in a day. Yeah, for sure. It increases your metabolism. It increases sure. your metabolism. My husband so, tells me this all the time. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I like my bike. I like my yoga, but I've been doing yeah. more weightlifting. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, like literally it, actually eating the protein or eating amino acids stimulates muscle protein synthesis and burns more calories. And then the actual <laughs> muscle in your body itself burns more calories. So it's, if you're on, any kind, of, if you're on any kind of journey <laughs> of trying to uh, lose weight or maintain weight, mm, I would just say it's the way to go. Muscle is the most important thing to focus on. And I don't mean you're not going to get big and bulky and like, yeah. huge. like, no, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> you can be, yeah. Um, 
But on top of that, yes, that muscle, you're basically building your muscle stores for later in life to have the best possible life for 50 to, may I say, 100. You know, yeah, like, let's do it. Let's say let's 100. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> so, you know, interesting when you talk about collagen. So collagen is great. The yeah. thing about collagen is, and this, is a, this will be a good segue to how amino acids work. Right. There Nine of those 20 amino acids are essential. Mm-hmm. They're essential for a couple of reasons. One is because you must eat them. Mm-hmm. If you do not eat them, your body cannot synthesize them. Mm-hmm. Once you eat those nine, your body can actually synthesize the other 11. Wow. Like so they're converts. like the gatekeepers. Yeah, they, it can convert them into the others. Now, you can also consume the other ones through diet. Like in a, in a normal mm-hmm. whole, a whole food meat protein, yeah. about half of it is the essential amino acids and half of it are these other non-essential amino acids. Right. So you're getting them in through the diet, et cetera. The other thing that's really important, essential amino acids, which is like much less known, is that they are actually the compounds that stimulate muscle protein synthesis. So it's not protein that helps Ah. your body stimulate muscle protein synthesis. It is the nine essential amino acids. And collagen does not have them all. So when you when you eat coll- yeah when you eat co- <laughs> when you eat collagen, it is it will not it will not stimulate muscle protein synthesis like that unless you're eating other foods at the same mm-hmm. time and you're complementing yeah. it. What's great about collagen is that it's very high in certain non-essential amino acids, mm-hmm. proline, hydroxyproline, which are really great for hair, skin, right. nails, joints. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you if you want to support your hair, skin, nails, joints. Collagen's great. If you're mm-hmm. trying to get in your daily protein, it is not a daily protein source. Look at that. I know. It's a bummer. I feel bad Who being the person knew? to tell that. You science, do. Science. <laughs> you're telling us. <laughs> science science, is science known, has known. But marketers, has known. <laughs> marketers tried to, you know. Uh. Dang Say otherwise, it. yeah. Okay, so how do you feel? Well, first of all, I feel like you grew up vegetarian. Is that right? Yeah, I grew. Well, I grew up pescatarian, but oh, we, okay. basically, we basically had like fish once a week. So yeah, I, sure. I grew and up. And where vegetarian. have you landed now? Just curious. Uh, I eat meat every day. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. I was just curious because I want to know. You know, like I feel like my personal tendency is like. Well, I feel two ways about it. My personal tendency is like, you know, I want to use the food from this earth as much as possible to get what I need in a day, right? So that's like how I feel, number one. But number two, it's funny. I was sitting next to this woman at this dinner and she was like, oh, that's funny that that's your job, you know, because I I don't take any supplements. I don't do anything extra. I think everything should come from what we eat. And I sat there just like my brain was just spinning, you know, like I'm like, how many oysters do you eat in a day? Like, are you eating beef liver? You know what I mean? Like, how are you like, are you just just chugging egg yolks? You know, like, so how are you getting everything that you need? And so I'm just curious with you, like, where do you fall on that spectrum? And also, how do you feel? How do you personally manage Like, clearly you want you're taking these amino acids every day. So how do you kind of balance like, well, I still want to be eating meat, I want to supplement with amino acids. Like what's the best way to kind of have the best of both worlds? In terms of overall, like my perspective on eating a whole food diet only versus using supplements. Sure. I think, (laughs) well, and then I'll get to the amino acid question. You know, I think, I don't think there's any one perfect answer. Mm. And anyone who like acts like there is and like this is absolutely the right answer and it right. is true for everyone in every age group and every right. health situation. I'm like, I'm sorry, but that does not 
that yeah. just, that's that's not my that doesn't make any sense to me I yeah think there's every, too every, much bio individuality yeah for just to have like a blanket statement for sure yeah um and then on top of that there's like life and there's modern life and there's trying to be a part of society and fit in and have a job and be part of the world as it is you know and we're not i mean i could i could choose to like go live on a farm mm-hmm. and you know live a very primitive lifestyle. Sure. I'm tempted. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But you know, uh, that's, that's not where I'm at. So it's also about where I'm at in life today. And it's about living in Boulder, having a young family, sending my kids to school. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's about a, it's about a normal modern life to some Mm -hmm. degree. So in Mm -hmm. that context, I really think about for me and my goals, my goals are to be probably more active than some normal people. Like I, we live I, in Colorado. It's just a yeah, given. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> I, I move a lot every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I like lifting weights. I like going on long backpacking trips with my family, with my wife. I like mm-hmm. playing sports. So for all of that, I have certain, you know, needs. And and I also read and I and I acknowledge that there's enough studies around certain types of foods and supplements that we can consume that really enhance long term lifespan. Yeah. And so it's like I'm willing I'm willing to make sure that I get enough of those based off my current modern lifestyle to to have a longer life. Mm-hmm. One of those things before I get to amino acids is like is fish oil. Mm-hmm. Like I actually don't eat fish that much and I, I don't could, either. I could just I eat know. more. I could just eat more fish, but there is just such convincing meta-analysis studies of all of the research ever about fish oil that it's like if there's something to consume every day is just like insurance. against against like you know so many illnesses later in life it's it's this daily fish oil so i take that i take it every day yep and i give it to my kids every day and like if we're eating fish that day i don't Mm. but it's kind of make it kind of makes sense yeah so when you get to amino acids this is really interesting because what it's really about is protein and what's not really about protein it's about amino acids but typically you would do it through protein Mm -hmm. um our needs for protein I would say particularly if you are aging and you want to build and maintain more lean muscle going into older age, mm-hmm. um, if you're active, really those two main things, your need for protein is, is, is pretty high. I would mm-hmm. say that it's much higher than you think. And if you actually were to track your daily protein intake, you'd be like, whoa, I'm like not eating enough. I know. It's about... It's true. It's a, I would say for anyone who's in that category, it's, it's about 0.75 grams of protein per pound of body weight. 0.75? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I've close. I've heard closer to 0.5. So that's a lot. A point five, what I would say is like, if you're not really that. Oh, you're saying specifically, like if you fall into the category of being pretty active. Yeah. If you fall into the yeah. category of being pretty, well, here's what I'd say is if you're, if you're pretty active, I was going to say, I was going to add another thing though, on top of that, okay, like, okay. If, if you want to lose, <laughs> if you want to lose weight, like if you're mm. in a weight loss stage, it's a gram. It's a gram of protein per uh, per pound of body weight. If you are, I would just say, like, let's say you're in your 20s, you're moderately active, you're pretty lean, and you're not really trying to, like, build that much more muscle, I would say, like, 0.5 grams yeah. of protein per pound of body weight makes a lot of sense. If sure. you feel like you're overweight and you want to lose weight, if you're much more active or you're 40 plus or even, like, 35 plus, you want to start increasing your protein intake. But here's, here's the point. When I say start increasing your protein intake, it's because what you really want, you're really trying to get more essential amino acids in your diet. 
Because the essential amino acids, again, are what fuel the muscle protein synthesis. Yeah. And what fuel all of the other processes that come from that. Yeah. And the reason why then I take supplemental dietary amino acids and I have a company, then that's like, yeah. our, that's our main product is, thing. Yeah. is Keon Aminos is because in a healthy young adult, so that person I said earlier in their 20s, mm -hmm. essential amino acids, gram for gram, have twice the impact of a gram of protein on muscle protein synthesis. If I take 10 grams of essential amino acids, it's equal to taking 20 grams of protein. What? Yeah, in terms of its muscle protein stimulant. Just because it's it, that protein, effective, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's the, in the protein, that is the thing that is doing that. So if I look at that, I'm like, wow, okay, I'm like 200 pounds. I need to be eating 150 grams of protein a day. Like that's that a lot of it's, so a lot of it's a lot of protein. And, and I'm also like not trying to eat all the time. Because yeah. here's the other thing. When you eat more than about a fifth, one fifth to one sixth of your daily protein intake at once, it loses its benefit for muscle protein synthesis. So ideally, yeah. that 150 grams of protein I should eat daily, I would eat five meals. 30 grams. Yeah, I would eat five meals of 30 grams of protein. So like for me... That's just a lot of eating. I, I don't want like, and I could, you could do it with like protein shakes. Yeah, you could do I it do with, that. Yeah, protein shakes are great for that. But basically what I do is I wake up in the morning, I take Keon Aminos. Okay, and, and how much do you take? You're not saying this for everybody, but you personally. I, I take 15 grams. So I take three okay, scoops. And, yeah, in the morning. First thing in the morning, I take, okay. th I take three yep. scoops. Mm -hmm. If I was a woman and I was proportionally smaller, and my body weight mm -hmm. was smaller, I would probably just take two scoops. Mm -hmm. like Because yep. that's that's the equivalent of 20 grams of a whole food protein for sure. the essential amino acids. And yeah. if I take three scoops, it's, it's like uh, 30 grams for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, so, and just for my own selfish yeah. knowledge, do you... Do you like cat? Like, so if you're saying I need 150 grams of protein, you do. Yeah. Are you using when you say it's equivalent to? Are you are you saying like okay that counted for 30? Like, are you yeah. calculating in my it that mind? Way? In my okay. mind, in my mind, yeah. I'm like, uh, and it's, and again, I want to be careful because like technically, as a food, it is not protein, right? Right, right, right. But the whole idea of the 150 grams yes. of protein, and if I was like only taking amino acids, it'd be different, right, but right, I, right. But I'm really just trying to give my body enough of these additional, yeah, these, these essential amino acids so I totally. can live a thriving life. Yeah. So yep. if I have the 15 grams in the morning, like boom, now I'm down to I need 120 right. grams of protein. Okay. For the yeah. rest of the day, right? Yeah. And then, like, I wake up. At, I wake up at five in the morning. Same. Yeah. So I do that at five, and then. I do a bunch of stuff. I work out. I do mm -hmm. other things. I do it again about three or four hours later. Okay. And later in the... And so now I'm at 90 grams of protein. I need right. Today, right? And then yeah. I can have a healthy, normal lunch, salad, yeah. meat, whatever, yeah. around 30 grams of protein then. Yeah. And then now I'm down to... Make sure I keep doing my math, right? 60? <laughs> 60. Yeah. Right? And then in the afternoon, like if I get hungry between then and dinner, I can have a protein... I could, mm -hmm. I could have like a, like a protein shake right? or I could have aminos again. Yeah. And then I have like a normal healthy dinner again with like 30 grams of protein. Sure. Yeah. Like that, that's a, that's, I think a normal healthy way of, of supplementing. Yeah. That whole time one would not have to take amino acids if they wanted to, they could wake up in the morning and just not have anything and just do intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. The thing I would say though, is that when you do that, 
if you are not consuming amino acids in the form of a whole food protein or aminos, your body is oxidizing, like, and particularly if you're exercising, you're oxidizing the amino acid, like you're oxidizing leucine at three times the rate as when you're not. So it's having to pull it out of your muscles. Yeah. So like your muscles, your muscles need it. So you're, you're fighting, you're fighting against your goal of maintaining lean muscle. Right. So it's smart to like have a protein shake or to take a supplemental right. knows, et cetera. You don't have to though. Like plenty of people, yeah. just, like, I don't want to, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not as right. motivated by the muscle. I'd rather just like fast for other reasons. But yeah, to me, it makes yeah it makes a lot of sense. Sure. So, so do you, do you, you personally fast or you don't? Well, I, I fast in the morning, but yeah, I'm taking but amino acids. with amino acids. Well, with okay. amino acids. I feel like that's kind of a good, a good like in between. I think it's a great in between because yeah. you, um, you maintain like the, like kind of the clarity of thought. You're not yep. like digesting food. You're not weighed down. Right. Uh huh. You have an experience of like a fasted workout. If you're into that, you stay, yeah. you just have this light, fast, more fasted mm-hmm. experience. And yet you're not eating away at your muscle. Yeah, that doesn't, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. sound great. No, I think that's a really great idea. Because so on the Keon Aminos bottle, yeah, bottle, yeah. Mm-hmm. it doesn't list grams of protein because it's like the building blocks of protein, but it's not technically protein, right? But how many, but I still want to know, like, how much protein? So two scoops. Are you, yeah. like, not allowed to put protein? Is that what it's about? Yeah, well, so we cannot put protein because it is not a whole, it's not a whole food protein. It is free form amino acids. Yeah. Yes, it is the building well, blocks so of protein. Because it like is though. <laughs> yeah, I get it's, it. It's, it's a really good, I mean, it's a good, it's a good point. Yeah. The, so this is one of those, this is one of those things too. And gosh, if we could have a whole podcast on this on, <laughs> yeah, okay, on, yeah. FD, on FDA and like oh, labeling gosh, and, and regulatory, yes. um, it is, I, yeah, God bless all the people who have to be in regulatory because it's, it's a very, yeah. you're trying to maintain rules and clarity of yep. how things are communicated across all these things. And if, and if it hits this, then you can say it this way. If it hits that, then you can say it that way. You can't right. say this, you can't say that. And so, yes, technically it is not a protein. So it's, it's not a protein. It's free form amino acids. It's not. Yeah. Whereas chicken has protein. In uh, it. Yeah. In it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But that is why, you know, it's not the world I, I didn't come up to like the world of like bodybuilding. Right, <laughs> but pe- right, but right. People that are like <laughs> very interested, like those super muscle nerd people mm-hmm. that are really into bodybuilding, they look at proteins and they examine the exact amino acid profile of them. Like if you look at like a bodybuilding, like check out a bodybuilding protein online or something and look at their label, they'll break down the exact amino acid profile because they know that the amino acids are the things that are actually important. Yeah. And the profile of those amino acids, which is- Yeah, which and is the ratios. Really, the ratios, which is a really big part of why certain types of proteins, why I said earlier collagen is, is mm-hmm. it's great for skin, hair, nails, but it's not good for anything, <laughs> other things. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> It's uh, joints, good for joints as well. Yes, Um, yes. It's because it's because the ratios in which amino acids are included. Mm. So you really want to think about which whole food proteins you're eating, and if you're taking an amino acid supplement, what are the ratios of those amino acids? Because they're they're very important to how they affect the body. Yeah, and I love how Keon has developed it. Like, let's just take science and just do that. Let's just make the ratios what science tells us works best. (laughs) 
That's great. Okay. Well, I'm so excited. I've learned so much today. And I want to I wanna end our podcast episode by asking you the two questions that I ask everybody. You're a really intentional guy. So I'm curious at the end of your life, when you're looking back, what will a successful life look like to you? A successful life for me will look like I really paid attention to the people in my life. Mm. I listened to them. All the things that like they were proud of and were excited about and like, you know, they did well, like they felt like I saw them and like Mm. honored them for it. And and hopefully too, like areas where they had room to grow. Like I had the courage to communicate that with them and they heard it Mm. and they appreciated it and like they really valued it. And that, yes, like I was that person to them and hopefully like, all the people, most of the people in my life were that person for me, you know, that I was seen and heard and honored for my successes. And also like, I got good feedback for the places where I could grow. Mm, That's so great. What is something in your life you feel like you have been intentional about recently? And what's something that you'd like to be more intentional about? I think I've been very intentional over the last couple of years around just the connection between like the sensations in my body and the feelings and the thoughts that are connected to them. So like I have a thought or something like thinking about or an intense feeling, like just like how sensationally it feels in my body and, and how it's all connected. Yeah. And in terms of something I should be more intentional about, it's, it sounds like minor, but I think it really isn't. It's really something I'd like to learn more to be intentional about. It's like administrative things. Mm. I'm really, I like, I have this whole block where anything that's about <laughs> bills, taxes, mail, just like anything administrative. Tap out. Yeah. And it's tough because like my wife is the same way. Like it's too creative people. So there's no administrator. And it's like, I, oh, that's funny. I just like, I would love, I, I want, I want to learn how to like be at more peace with it and like learn how to yeah. be a little more attentive and move through it and not allow it to become this like stack of stuff yes. I think is pointless and I shouldn't have to deal with. <laughs> well, it's so funny because Enneagram sevens in general, like anything that's monotonous, like no thanks, you know, like that's just not my deal. And so, yeah, my husband is definitely like finance is a passion for him. And oh, you're so lucky. Um, Oh yeah. Like he, like honestly, like he's a doctor, but in another life or maybe even in retirement, like I see him like helping people in poverty with like personal finance and like saving and like, he's, he's just a, he's a nerd like that, which is great. So yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I don't even want to know. I'll follow the budget that you give me, but like, I don't, (laughs) you do taxes, you do the finances. So yeah, I can imagine it being hard if you had two people like me that are like, no, thanks. <laughs> I don't want to be involved. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds challenging, but glad that you want to grow in that area. No, I also, <laughs> I also am. I told Chaz the other day, I'm like, I want to understand. I want to like, know. So maybe I, I too will sit down and <laughs> let him explain everything. Amazing. Well, thank you for being on the show, Angelo. Where can people connect with you, connect with Keon if they want to know more? Really the place I'd say to go is getkeon.com. Yeah, You know, I think to understand me better is just to see what I've built in Keon. Like it's, yeah. it's my passion, it's my love. It's what I'm most proud of. And outside of my family. Yeah, of course, <laughs> but, of course. But um, get Keon.com. Perfect. So, and we will include my affiliate link to get the coffee, the aminos, the fish oil, everything we've mentioned in this podcast. You can check the show notes. Well, thank you so much, Angelo. We can't wait to have you on the show again. Thank you so much, Caroline. 
Thank you so much, Angelo, for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us on the All of You Whole podcast. I am so psyched to start taking amino acids daily. I am fully convinced by you, which is absolutely what I expected about amino acids. And listeners, if you want to try any of the products that we mentioned in today's episode, please take a look in the show notes. I have my affiliate link there. You can grab clean coffee, amino acids, fish oils. Be sure to explore everything that Keon has to offer. And I will see you next week. 